0: Welcome back to another edition of the Quest of the Book of Sorrows, session number three. I am DM Vincent, your host, and uh, we have two players with us tonight, but we'll start off with some familiar names so everybody can get used to their names first and their voices. Uh, go ahead, Chuck. Hi, everybody.
1: This is Chuck. I'm playing Belnor the Cleric.
2: Hi, my name is Jack. I'm playing Galvin the Magic User.
3: And I'm, uh, Chris- yeah, Chris. I'm Crispy. I'm playing uh, Trask uh, render, Dwarven Fighter.
4: <laughs> Hello, my name is Mike. I'm playing uh, the Elf Delfin,
0: and he is not the thief. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our two new players with us tonight. Go ahead, uh, Andy.
5: Uh, I'm playing Corbin Graves, a Human Cleric of Saint Cuthbert. Okay.
0: And uh, some of you might recognize the next voice, uh, Mike S. Go ahead. No, they
6: don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, anyway, Mike Stewart, I'm playing Erwin the Fighter.
0: Okay. So last we left off, the Fab Four of Trask, Belnor, Galvin, and Delphin were stepping through the portal. And that's where we left off. And uh, you step through the portal, all four of you, at uh, different times. And when you both get there, use, there's a platform, a rocky platform with a door in front of you. It is a metal door with a handle that's easily opened. Uh, If you want to open it, you can look at it, and it looks like it could be easily opened, I should say. Sorry about that. And uh, that's where I'm going to leave you guys off to start your uh, confusion. (laughs) It's a small room, and you're all pretty much crowded in here. It's probably about the size of uh, a small bedroom, but it's a rocky cave entrance. And uh, you guys don't didn't feel any effects from the portal. You feel fine. You don't. You're not missing anything. You all check, and everybody has their gear. Trask is still a little shaken from the uh, voices he keeps hearing in his head. <laughs> and uh, I'll let you guys take it off.
4: Well, Dolphin will walk up to the door and and listen and uh, put his ear against the door and see if he can hear anything on the other side.
0: Okay, you uh. You put your ear against the door, and you listen. You hear like a crackling sound, maybe like fire, or maybe it could be a fire pit, or it could be uh, maybe a torch right next to the door. You're not sure exactly, but you do hear that sound.
4: Okay. I would like to examine the door for any kind of uh, triggering mechanisms, maybe booby traps or something like that.
0: All right, go ahead and uh, roll your uh, fine traps. Okay. Uh, You examine the door up and down, and you, uh, after rolling a 56, you find nothing. Okay. You seem to Uh, think that there's nothing there, I should say.
4: I will step back from the door and say, uh, I hear what I think is a fire on the other side, but uh, I don't see any traps or anything on the door. It should be safe to pass.
1: Uh, What about the portal? Can we still see it
0: from this side? Yes, you uh, turn around and look over your shoulder, and you still see the purplish portal. Is the other
2: half of the crossbow bolt uh, that <laughs> oh, yeah. Trask uh, uh, is it on the side?
0: Uh, yeah, the other part of your rope, the <laughs> the rock, <laughs> and um, the piece of the bolt, and I think uh, what else did you draw? A branch? Yeah, those are all branch. On the, yeah, those are all on the ground.
2: I'm gonna pick up the half of the crossbow bolt okay and and then what yeah I'm just gonna put it in my pocket
0: okay (laughs) he's a collector Ah, gotcha okay so now what's uh what's going on what are you doing
1: uh obviously there's only one way to go and that's through this door, so I think we should head that way.
0: Uh, everybody's gonna Chuck, you're gonna you're going to just uh you're just gonna walk straight through, go go into the door, open it up.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll crack the door open and peek in.
0: Alright, you uh go up and you crack the door open and you could see stairs going down. And at the the very end of your vision you see a very faint light. And it looks like you can hear the crackling sounds of maybe like a fire pit or maybe it could be a torch. You're not sure, but you see the light coming the very, very bottom. Probably goes down about 20, 25 feet.
1: Straight down. All right. Well, Trask, how about you take the lead on this one?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, I want to ask... uh... Do we notice anything about like the environment? Is it different than outside of the portal?
0: No, nothing seems different out of the ordinary. It's the air seems clean. You're not choking. Nothing like that. Nothing unusual.
3: We're just in a big cave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll march through the door.
0: All right. So Tras goes down the steps.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll follow him.
4: Dolphin will be behind. Uh... Okay. What's, what's your character's name, Chuck? Belmore. Belmore. I'll be in Belmore.
0: Okay. And
2: I guess I'll take the rear.
0: All right. So the the uh, the four of you go down the steps and you reach the bottom of the steps. This is a large large room. It is one two, three, four, five. Seven, seven by five.
3: Okay, so thirty-five by twenty-five feet. Yeah. You, Are
0: okay. I'm. Yeah, I was counting the squares. You're right. Correct. And in this room, you see a double line of columns that run from north to south in this room. There's a massive statue at the southern end of the room. A, a large creature-like man stands there with his hand extended out. You can't really see any many details because the fire that is uh, in the middle of the room is like a little fire pit. It is dimly lighting the room. But you do see two shadows of two figures standing in front of the statue, just kind of standing there. The, uh, the room emanates of a small, like, maybe incense burning somewhere, but you can't figure out where it's coming from. Maybe the fire pit. You're not sure. Mm. And, um, sorry, I forgot to say. On the east and west, there is two doors, and to the north goes a small
3: corridor heading north. Have the have the figures moved at all? No. Do they like no? Are so they're facing away from us, or
0: they seem their their back seem to be to you, and it looks like uh, they're human. Possibly, you're not sure. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I will motion to Delphin to see if maybe he can get a little closer.
4: Okay. Um I will do my best to stealthily move forward and try to get a better view on the uh, two figures.
0: All right, you want to tell me how you're going to be moving forward exactly.
4: Um you just kind of tiptoeing will, from
0: column to column or
4: yeah, kind of following the shadows as best I can and 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 avoiding any loose rock.
0: Okay. Uh you creep up and you see there are two people standing there and uh this is where our two new players are going to describe themselves. What they look like? Either one of you, Andy or Mike, you could start.
5: Um, well, I'm a tall, very uh, gaunt man with a short, grizzled gray hair. I wear uh, my beard in two plates, about six inches long. Uh, pale, almost white face. Very impassive looking. Uh, my, my gray eyes, you know, flash in the in the in the, uh, the, the firelight here. Um. Have my uh, mace in my hand, and uh, that's all you can see. Okay. Mm,
0: my guess.
6: About six foot two or so, wearing scale mail, a spear in one hand, a shield on the other arm. Uh, wearing a barrel helm, so you can't really see his face.
0: Okay. And you kind of get a good look at them, and uh, from what you can tell, they seem to be in some type of trance staring at the statue. They're just kind of standing there staring at the statue, and that's what you see, um, Delphin.
4: Okay. I will try to move back quietly, back to the group, and uh, tell Bill Nor what I've seen.
0: Okay. You move back to the group, and uh, he pretty much summarizes it for you guys. Okay. <laughs> to Belnor who's the officially the unofficial leader apparently today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh everybody be ready for anything. Let's approach them and uh find out if it really is a trance that they're in or if they're worshiping the statue.
0: Okay. So you're gonna approach them? Cautiously. Alright, you walk up to them cautiously, the whole entire group I assume? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You walk up to them cautiously and you see that they're just kinda of standing there staring at the statue as if they were like in a trance.
1: Uh no reaction from them at all or
0: not at all. They just you walk in front of them and they just seem to be staring blankly. Do they appear to uh, be breathing? Yes.
1: Take a closer look at this statue.
0: You, uh, Bellinor, when you look at the statue, immediately you see markings on it for the uh demon of Asmodeus, and it actually looks like a depiction of the demon of Asmodeus from what you've seen from text. The statue is extending its hand as if you can place something inside of it, and it has one hand behind its back. And he has a grin on his face.
1: Uh, is his gaze downward, or...? Does it look like he's like looking into the eyes of these two or anything?
0: No, not really. Just he's just kind of a general statue stare. He's not a nutcracker. <laughs> 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 I heard that.
3: <laughs> or like, uh, if we look behind him, are, are his the hand behind his back? Are his fingers crossed?
0: Actually, they are. <laughs> Good one. I was I was hoping someone would look there. <laughs> <sighs>
3: Like, uh... Trask is gonna try and get their attention. He's gonna, like, jump up and down so they can see his hands swinging in the hair. God,
0: I wish I could actually
3: see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are
1: they lo- are they looking up at the statue? No,
0: they're looking straight ahead.
3: Okay, so, so they they'll, might... They'll just Stras- see his uh, fingertips.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They might see the tip of your hammer if you're using a hammer. You're just waving that. No, you have an axe. You're waving your axe and axe.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll have the axe in one hand.
0: All right. Uh, no, you see it, it doesn't really affect them at all. They don't seem to move or do anything, but they're, what they're doing is just staring straight ahead.
7: Hmm.
1: I will physically turn one of them around. Which one? Uh, whoever's on the left looking at the statue.
0: All right, we'll just do it randomly. Okay. And that randomly was Andy. You're a character. Uh, you feel you just suddenly wake up, wake up out of your trance, and you feel or you don't know who he is, this strange man's hands on your shoulders, turning you around. You have full control, complete control over yourself, and you may act now.
5: Okay, I reach down, and uh, grab my mace, and I say, friend or foe? I'll
1: kind of put my hand down to block him taking his mace out and just say, peace, peace, man, your friends. 1960s clerk here.
5: I'm having trouble even remembering what's uh, what's gone on just coming out of this trance Um, but I just look around um, see how many people are here and um, I'm really feeling very guilty about having given in to this uh, Mm -hmm. trance St. Cuthbert would not be very
0: proud you uh, look around. You see four other people plus your traveling companion, uh, Irwin, is also frozen next to you. You uh, only thing you can last thing you remember was the two of you decided after being in the tavern, the local tavern, that you heard the rumors and you two decided that you two could take on the whole entire place yourself. So you came down here alone. And last thing you knew, you were looking at the statue, and then that's when you
5: froze up. So I say. Please, please, help my friends. We got stuck in this trance. I'll
1: motion to the others.
3: Uh, Trask will, uh, since he's right in front, he'll try to, like, move him away from the statue. Kind of turn him around as well.
0: All right, Erwin, uh, you, as you slowly come to consciousness and, and out of your trance, you feel some hands on you, but you don't see anybody, and then you kind of look down and see this little short dwarven character... Pushing you to the side, and you're full, complete control of yourself now. You may act.
6: What?
3: Who are you? Name's Trosk. <laughs> what are you doing here, looking at the statues? I...
6: I don't remember. Erwin
0: the, only, uh, sorry, Erwin, the only person you recognize in the room is uh, your traveling companion um, Corbin. And uh, he uh, is the only one familiar. There's four other strange people standing around staring at you with a blank stare.
6: Corbin, what happened? Where? Well, last thing I remember is drinking a lot of mead and then we decided we could take this whole place on and Everything's fuzzy after that.
5: Uh, Saint Cuthbert, forgive me, but I'm afraid I may have overestimated the my piety in thinking we could take on this this place ourselves. These kind men have, have released us from our trance.
1: I'll introduce myself. Okay. I am Bellnor, cleric, follower of Thor.
0: Okay.
3: I guess I'll uh, I'll follow uh, his lead. Uh you know my name, Trasker, Lrender. Come from the mountains. He'd never been a dwarf as great an adventurer as I. I see. I am Irwin of Iron
6: Gate.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: I am I am Corbin Graves. Member of the Order of St. Cuthbert. My friends and those who I've had to correct call me Corbin the Cudgel. Oh, wow.
6: <laughs> Can we safely look at the statue now? Yeah.
0: You at uh,
6: that. Put us into a trance.
0: Yeah.
1: It is an idol of Asmodeus. But you resisted its power. Felt no power to resist.
7: Mm. (laughs) Hmm.
6: Must have been the mead. Mm.
0: (laughs) Okay. So what do you guys do now that you're all acquainted and uh, (laughs) lovey-dovey?
6: Hey, hey,
1: hey, (laughs) now. What brought you two down into these through the portal
5: as part of my duties for St. Cuthbert's it's to make sure that order is maintained and this town is in desperate need of order we entered here in the hopes of being able to put an end to the evil that is causing this chaos
1: uh, order doesn't need to be maintained. This town needs change. I do agree with you on the evil, though.
3: Okay.
0: What are the rest of you guys doing while these guys are talking?
3: Trask is examining the statue.
6: Yeah, me he's too. He's, like,
3: uh... He's, like, pulling on, like, the... Pushing down on the arm that's outstretched, seeing if, like, uh... Are there any uh, other markings or anything on it that he might recognize? Uh, you uh, you do notice that it is finely
0: crafted. Being a dwarf, it looks very nicely made. You're kind of impressed by it. Due to it being of, excuse me, due to it being made out of stone and all.
6: Mm. How tall is the statue? Nine foot. Nine feet.
3: Jeez, it's a big statue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dress could probably sit in the hand.
3: <laughs> you know now that you mentioned it, he uh I I kinda wanna break this thing. Uh oh. Yes.
1: I'm thinking a hammer blow to the wrist ought to take that hand out.
3: Well what I was thinking is uh I was gonna sit in the hand and then jump up and down and try and break the arm off.
6: Oh boy. Is that wise? <laughs>
0: All right. Is that what you're going to do, Mr. Trask?
3: <laughs> yes. Okay.
4: Yes, I it is. definitely kind of slinks off to find, like, <laughs> a, one of the doors and just starts looking at it, you know, examining it while they're doing that.
0: East or west? Run away! I'll take the west, please.
6: West. Okay. I'll back up a step or two, but keep my spear ready.
0: Alright, you guys. <laughs> Dolphin sneaks away. Well, he doesn't really sneak away. He heads over to one of the doors. You guys obviously know what he's going to do. Uh, the rest of you see the little trash climbing up on the statue, getting in the hand, and pouncing up and down.
3: Like, he's, like, grabbing onto the shoulder for support, and he's, like, stomping on it. Ugh,
0: ah, ugh, <laughs> uh. Okay, and all of a sudden, you've, the hand goes down, and the arm goes down, and cracks right off as. Trask kind of tumbles to the ground with the uh,
6: stone piece. <laughs> I look at the others. Is this normal dwarf behavior? Apparently. <laughs> you
3: all. So I'm
0: gonna. Um, uh, hold on. <laughs> oh. As it lands on the ground, you Tres kind of shakes off the uh, this the, probably seven foot fall, whatever. It looks mm-hmm. around, and you feel the whole entire mountain start to shake. A nice rumbling sound, and then it stops. Doesn't seem what like anything. What have you done? Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything was affected, but. Other than like an earthquake type sensation.
6: Nothing apparently
3: happens.
0: Yes, apparently. nothing apparently happens. <laughs> yeah. Except for the giant gelatinous cube that comes out of no... No, I'm kidding. And <laughs>
3: oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to be dissolved. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it, and
0: then I'll let you continue, Trask. You were going to do something?
3: (laughs) I was going to take the arm and start hitting the statue with it. I don't think that's (laughs) quite (laughs) wise. Don't hit yourself.
6: I'm going to go see what the elf's doing.
0: All right, uh, over towards uh, Delphin. You're at the door. You see it's a standard wooden door, and it does have a lock on it. And uh, let's see, it has reinforcements on the uh, left side for the door. And has a handle on it, so you would probably think it's locked if you want to try it, but you don't know.
4: Well, the first thing I'd like to do is the same thing I did earlier, is just uh, kind of put my ear to the door and see if I can hear anything on the other side. Okay.
0: You put your ear against the door and you do not hear anything.
4: Okay. I will pull out my uh, uh, tools. And uh, see if I can't uh, master this lock.
0: That just not, does not sound well in the same sentence, dude. <laughs> I'll pull out my tool and master this lock. <laughs> okay, go ahead and. Um...
6: I didn't hey, think man, it was that kind it's of It's just game. imagination. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Products of your imagination.
0: Shut up, Mike.
3: <laughs> Advanced Dungeons and Dragons is a far out game. Monsters, magic, tools. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you check the door and you see it is not locked. After you uh, roll, I mean, you should say, put your picks in the door. Okay. <laughs> All right.
4: Um, I will go and uh, do the same thing to the other door if they're still messing with the statue.
0: Yeah. Right now, you just you look over your shoulder, you see Tres beating it with his arm. <laughs>
4: Okay, I will do the same thing. Um, go ahead and listen first before I start picking at the door.
0: Alright. Okay. Uh, you actually hear nothing in that room as well.
4: Okay, does this one have a similar lock like the other one did?
0: Yeah, it's the same exact type of door. In fact, I'm just going to say now that all the older doors are that way unless I describe it somewhat different.
4: Okay. I will uh, attempt to do the lock pick skill.
0: No. Okay. Okay. And you see this door is not locked as well. Uh Aha.
4: See there? I did really good. I unlocked them both. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go back and tell everybody what I just did.
2: Well, While that was going on, I I wanted to... uh, uh, Galvin wanted to go up to Erwin and Corbin and ask them if they were uh, from Tagbar. And if if so... uh, what do they know of the uh, Book of Sorrows, and if, if, or if they heard any rumors regarding the, the book?
6: Have we? Uh,
0: the only rumors you've heard is that there is riches and gold down here, and that's the only reason why you were down here. You know nothing of a book.
6: Oh, no book. Okay. Only that there is evil. And uh,
0: Corbin, the reason why you're down here is not really for the money, just to get rid of the evil.
5: Oh, Absolutely.
6: That's okay, I'll take his share. <laughs> I didn't doubt you wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want his conscience burdened. You know. <laughs>
0: Slowly, a little bit by bit, uh, Trask, you are beating the statue into oblivion.
3: Can I, uh, I actually wanted to, while they were doing that, I, I just thought of something. How close is the statue to the wall?
0: It's right pretty much against the wall. Maybe there's like an inch between the wall and the statue.
3: Uh, I was going to see if I could have enough leeway to get through and put myself uh between the wall and the statue would push off so that it would uh fall and crumble actually after you're beating
0: it you kind of make a crack in the middle of it so it looks like if you continue it'll just fall and break in
3: half all right i'll keep continuing
0: <laughs> you're yeah, bang bang over and over again
3: take that and that
6: and what it is Okay. Yeah, I behind so- those doors, of course, we'll not hear any of this. No, not
0: at all. I'm sure they're all alerted and ready to go now.
5: I'm just shaking my Look, head. Look, you lost
3: any element hand. of stealth. You guys lost any element of stealth as soon as you brought him into the dungeon. <laughs> Let's sneak up against that corridor. Clank, clank, clank.
0: <laughs> Alright, so Delphin comes back and while the group is staying there in, in, in shock and amazement at Trest's movements, Uh, Delphin (laughs) says, I've unlocked both the doors. And he stares at you. Does either door grab
1: your fancy as to which we should travel through?
5: Um, no. (laughs) I I look, uh, Corbin is not so crazy about being with a thief, such a flagrant uh, breaker of laws, but, uh, this evil seems like a, a greater thief. concern. Well, you just figured out how to break down locks, or break in a lock, so... Maybe he's a locksmith. Yeah, yeah. So, I, But I look at Delphin and I say, uh, did you hear a sound from either door?
4: No, I, I wouldn't have picked it
5: if I had heard noises first. Well, you were the one with the skill to open the door, so I say we follow your lead. Okay, West, How's West.
1: West is good.
4: West,
0: okay. To the west. West, okay. And uh, Trask, you're still beating the statue, or are you giving up yet?
3: Uh, how destroyed is it? Like,
0: you figure another couple minutes of bashing it, you're probably going to get bored, or the thing's going to fall over.
3: All right, I'll uh, I'll come back to that when we leave. <laughs> okay.
0: Everybody's heading towards the west door as you turn around and look. <laughs>
3: oh, wait for me! Oh, 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 oh. And he's, he runs off to catch them.
0: Okay. So now you were at the, the west door, which is unlocked, and you assumed not trapped from what Delphin is telling you. <laughs> is anybody going to go through, or you want to check again, or.
1: What do we want our march in order to be, guys? I think if we do fighter, cleric, mage, fighter, cleric, we'll be good.
5: That sounds very good to me.
0: Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. Okay. So, who's the one in the lead?
3: I'll go first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my trash.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean... I have the advantage. If there are any archers and they hear us coming, they'll just whip by my head and hit you guys. True. Alright,
1: so uh, who wants to go right behind the shorty?
5: I'll go second. I need to keep an eye on this uh, very strange dwarf.
4: Alright, I'm staying in the middle. Dolphin, you want to
1: squeeze?
4: Dolphin's going to squeeze behind. uh... I forget Riley's character's name. Andy? No, Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. Corbin. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak in behind Corbin. Well, not sneak. I'm gonna follow Corbin.
0: <laughs> Don't want to scare him.
1: Okay, I will follow in behind uh, Galvin. Okay,
0: okay, so Trask walks to the door, flinging it open. Ha <laughs> ha. No, I'm kidding. He opens the door. <laughs> no, and he probably would actually. He probably right. He. Probably flings open the door. I'll let you describe how you go through the door. I'm sorry. Go ahead, (laughs) Trask.
3: He's got an axe in one hand, and he kind of shoulders through the door and kind of hops in, looks around wildly for anything to kill.
0: Okay, you see that this uh, a small hallway that goes ahead uh, probably another five feet into a room, but the room is ahead of you, so you're kind of still in that small, uh, small mini hallway.
3: Okay. You're
0: going forward? Can I see into the room? Uh, sort of. It's kind of dimly lit in there. Uh, with your, I believe it was a dark vision that you have, mm-hmm. you can uh, make out nothing in the room, as far as you could say.
3: Okay. You're moving forward. So, probably some kind of skeleton zombie? No, there's no skeleton zombie. <laughs> scombie? All right, Scombie, yeah. <laughs> a scombie. Yep. Yeah. So, I'll uh, I'll lead the march into the room. As you step into the room, you feel
0: a shift in the ground, and Mm. then you hear a bang, a loud bang as something metal goes down. Kind of sounds like a gate. It comes from behind all of you as you're walking in the door.
3: Oh, so it doesn't separate us, it just kind of uh, shuts behind us?
0: You just hear a sound, and it's coming from behind you. You turn around. It's not directly in front of you. It's coming from outside the door you originally walked into. And okay. You turn around and you see a gate. A metal large metal gate that just fell down in front of the other door on the east.
7: Hmm.
3: Well then, looks like we're going this way.
4: <laughs> Guess I made the right choice. Yeah.
0: Captain Obvious here this way.
6: I checked the uh the door jam that we passed in. Is there a setup for a portcullis there as well
0: um let's see uh you don't find anything that could be there like that yeah you you search thoroughly you do not find anything
6: okay hmm. obviously he chose the right door, yeah, but of course he did. <laughs>
0: Okay, in this room, this is a ten by twenty room, and Mm. you see that there, at the end of the room, on the on the very south, heading towards the west, is another small hallway with an archway.
3: Is there anything in the room, or is it just porches on the walls?
0: It's, it's empty, and there's... Yeah, there's one torch on the wall. How high is the ceiling? Uh, 12 feet. Mm.
4: Is is the torch a normal torch?
0: Yeah. It's a normal I mean,
4: does it appear to be, I guess? It's a
0: normal torch, yep.
3: That's what I was thinking, going over there and trying to pull on the torch to see if, like... Something slid or anything like that, but can we can we take the torch with us? Is sure. anyone holding light or is it or is it pretty well lit in the dungeon
0: it's It's just Not. light enough that human characters can see, but um, they probably would like a light with them so they can see better Those that can see differently will have an easier time to see around so
3: free torch I mean. I'll, I'll take the
1: torch.
0: Alright, so Belnor grabs the torch and uh, nothing happens. No special effects. No laughing in the background.
3: <laughs> Goddamn horse.
0: <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> you two new guys have no idea what he's referencing to, obviously. Yeah, I was
6: about to say, I don't know that I want to know. <laughs> it sounds a little scary.
0: So is anybody going to go uh, through the archway, or you can just stand there, or? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll walk through. Who was that? I'm sorry, I didn't, didn't catch you. That was I. Uh, oh, okay. Crispy. You walk through the room, and you see in this room that there is nothing but rubble all around this room, and it smells really badly in this room, as if the horse was still here. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you hear some rustling coming from the corner of the room. Mm. You mm. focus your eyes when you look over in the corner, and you see a humanoid-like figure coming out of the darkness, charging towards you because you hear a clunking noise now of armor, and you see he has a skeletal face. Mm. And he's very bony-looking and very dead.
6: A scombie.
0: It's a not a
3: scombie. <laughs> <It's a scummy. laughs> Guys, I totally called it. You did. <laughs> gonna. I've had my axe out, so I'm gonna get ready to uh, cut him down to my size, which is very small. And
0: as you're readying your axe, you see five more of them come out of the darkness behind him. To arms. So I'm going to, uh, we're going to roll initiative now. Okay. Actually, well, first let's declare what everybody's doing. Trask, you said you were going to, uh, cut them down one by one. Yeah. Uh, Belnor, what are you doing? Turn. Belnor's going to turn, so you'll get your turn ready. Uh, Galvin?
2: I'm going to hold my action at this point and kind of back away from the skeletons.
0: He backs away. Delphin?
4: Um, I'm going to try to find a position uh, next to Trask Mm -hmm. um, to help him uh, battle with the skeletons.
0: Okay, he's going to attack.
6: Trask is going to attack.
0: Erwin, what are you doing?
6: Dropping the spear and drawing my broadsword.
0: Broadsword, he's going to attack. Uh, Corbin. I am going to prepare to turn as well. He is readying his turn. Alright, roll the initiative, please. Lower the better. You guys are going first. I rolled a six. So no. Alright, so we'll say the turning will go first. Uh, Chuck, you go for yours first, and then we'll go for the uh, Corbin's backup turn. Well, right, they're going off at the same time, so I guess you guys could roll at the same time if you really don't want to.
1: Okay. Boo! Booyah. Gold 19. Nice job.
0: 20. Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> I believe, <laughs> if I look at the chart correctly, <laughs>
1: uh, I got up to ghoul and he got up to white.
0: Yeah, I believe that you've destroyed the skeletons. <laughs> In fact, Trask, as you're pulling your axe back to attack, you see they crumble into dust. <laughs> and you think you're more effective yeah. than you normally were, so. Did, did
3: they destroy all of them? Yeah.
0: That <laughs> oh, worked so up out for nothing.
3: Corbin oh, yeah. looks around and looks at his axe all defeated. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd be
5: upset. Corbin, Corbin steps over and grabs some of the bone fragments and dust and says. S- and, and- looks over at uh, Trask and says, St. Cuthbert, now there's real power. And I pour some into my my pouch. Nice. I'll oh, just kind of up
3: my spear. <laughs> Trask just kind of looks at him. I could have taken him.
5: <laughs> I could have. Oh, no Get doubt, my friend, knees. no doubt.
3: <laughs> and he's kind of, he just skulks off. He's all like, Just super disappointed.
0: (laughs) This room, uh, upon going into it, is uh, kind of an odd-shaped room. When you go straight to the west, 15 feet, and it goes another 15 feet to the north, and it goes another 5 foot to the south. And there seems to be another archway at the top of the north.
6: Don't worry, Trask. I'm sure there'll be more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be more. Is anybody going through the archway? Or?
1: I'll go through uh.
0: Okay. So, Belinor charges quickly through the archway. And he walks into another room that's kind of oddly shaped. It goes uh, 15 feet from... West to east, and it goes on the very western wall. It extends a small corridor, 5, 10, 15 feet, and there is a door there. And inside, next to the door, it looks like a. Let me just get the description here. A turning wench. Winch, I should say, not wench. <laughs> There's a turning wench in there. <laughs> There's a winch in the wall that you can turn, apparently, next she, to the door. She's
3: a, she's a wench cleric. Yeah. <laughs> nice. He's a 15th level winch
6: Yes
2: <laughs> So so winch cleric are you talking
0: about?
6: Uh... <laughs>
3: the, the turning winch
0: Alright guys get it all out now <laughs>
5: <laughs> You can edit all this out right? <laughs> we'll,
3: we'll take care of that in post it's fine <laughs> He could I'm not editing
0: any of it out, so ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll examine the winch. <laughs> it looks like that it's small enough that if you might be able to just do it by yourself, and it turns, uh, it looks like it turns clockwise. Are you going to turn it? it sure. Okay. As you're turning it, you hear a grinding sound and a sounds like something scraping against the wall, but and a rumbling, but it's from the far distance.
4: So you, is it from the direction we came. Yeah. It's probably reason that portal was behind us. Yeah, that's my guess.
1: Okay, well, I'll, I'll turn it all the
0: way Uh, one at a time. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'll turn it
1: all the way till it finishes.
0: Okay, you hear the sound stop and you hear a big clung, like as if something stopped. And now, Delphin, you said you wanted to do something?
4: Yes, I'd like to uh, examine the bones and see if there's anything. Maybe they exploded, you know, their body parts, but not uh, anything of value that they might have had.
0: Uh, they pretty much they had swords and spears. They were rusted. Uh, one of them had a club. It's kind of beat up. Uh, you you go you shift through the dust and kind of just let it fall to the ground. And you notice that when you do that, it kind of shifts as if some wind is blowing it, and it's coming from the south.
2: Is that the direction that they charged us from?
0: Yes. Well, that's what Trask would know, so, yeah.
3: Okay. I, I communicate this to them. Yes, okay, you do.
4: I'll tell them the same as much. Okay.
6: Can I wedge a spike into that winch? <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> that's just Stop wrong, it. Man.
6: <laughs> An iron spike to keep the winch from loosening the chain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Okay, I will do that.
0: So, uh, what is everybody doing now?
5: I say Um, we examine the, uh, where that wind's coming from. It may be a secret passage.
0: Alright, uh, you're going to... A couple of you are going to go over to the corner and look around, and... After some searching, you do find that there is a secret panel on the wall that you can push and open up and it if you'd like. It gives way as you touch the wall on the southwestern corner, the very, very bottom.
3: So before, like, uh, do we just touch it and it opens, or does it, we touch and we know that something's going to open?
0: It's kind of like a spring action. You kind of touch it and you can feel the give, but you don't actually push it all the
3: way. Okay, Uh, and can we tell, like, can we see after searching what wall is going to move? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to ready myself in case there's anything on the other side and then wait for them to to push it in. Okay. So, like, I'm going to go over and, like, ready myself and give them the signal to, like, okay, push it.
4: Delphin would like to uh, do a double check, make sure there's no traps there, kind of like the other door, as best he can.
0: Give me a check. (laughs) Uh, You don't find any traps.
4: I tell him I think it's clearing back up.
0: Who's going to go through the door?
4: Looks like traps are ready.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm here already. The charge in bloodthirstily.
0: Are you running through the door?
3: No, no, I'm gonna wait and see, like, if there's anything on the other end, and then I'm gonna, like, head through.
0: Okay, so you push open the door with this happy, glee, thinking you're going to destroy something, and you see it's a corridor leading down to the south.
3: He mutters to himself. (laughs) I've killed nothing since lunchtime.
0: Let's head on in. Okay, yeah. you you all head in down the hallway, and it goes down 5, 10, 20 feet, and then it turns towards the east and heads another 25 feet, and then you see it opens up into a uh, small room, and uh, there is just a desk in this room, right in the center smack of the room, but there's nothing else. It seems to be no chair, no nothing.
1: Nothing on <laughs> the, the desk. No. Oh.
0: Nothing, obviously, on the desk.
1: Any drawers in the desk?
0: You're going over towards the desk?
1: Yes, I'll go over and stand
0: right where you would be seated at the desk. Okay, you walk towards the desk, and you see Belnor disappears. Hmm? hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody notices Belnor is walking towards the desk and then he disappears. Just like, poof, Poof. or like he just is invisible. We can't see him. You just don't see him anymore. That's odd.
3: Belnor, no!
2: And I, uh, uh, walk, uh, I
4: I, I run. uh, I try to grab him by the shoulder and keep him from running forward.
0: Okay. So Galvin runs and Delphin tries to stop him and We'll say you, you feel the tug on your shoulder before you start to run. Are you going to continue and shrug it off.
4: I still say let me look for traps before you run in.
2: But Beldor is my friend, and I owe my life. I'm going after him,
3: and I shove him off. Yeah, I'm running over too. While they were doing that, I was running over. Trask, as you approach the desk, you disappear.
1: Okay, from our perspective, what's going on?
0: I'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I,
3: figured, I figured he was going to do it. Are
6: they disappearing at roughly the same point as Ex- they're moving toward the desk?
0: Yes, exactly the same point.
6: I'm going to move just short of that point. Maybe a step away.
0: Okay, nothing happens.
2: Did I get away from a dolphin's grasp?
0: Yes, you did, and you ran right past Erwin uh, and bloop! Mike, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Erwin, you see him run right past you and just disappear. As soon as he steps right past that point, you believe was
5: the point of no return.
6: I assume his footsteps disappear as well, the sound.
5: I want to get my rope out. Okay. And uh, I'm going to get right at the edge, too, and, and throw the rope in to see if it gets transported to wherever they were or... See what happens.
0: Alright, you throw your rope, and it lands- you're holding onto it, I assume, right? Yes. Okay. You throw your end of the rope, and you see it lands right next to the desk. Hmm. It doesn't go anywhere, except next to the desk.
6: I stick my spear forward, where it'll move beyond that point. So you're going to try to touch the desk with your spear? Or at least move it beyond the point to where everyone was disappearing, and wave it, kind of, in the air, about shoulder level.
0: Okay. Trask, you feel a spear go up your butt? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shoulder <up>.
6: level. <laughs> my shoulder level.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much his shoulder level. No, I'm just kidding. You, uh, Erwin, you wave the spear around and nothing happens.
6: Hmm.
4: I am going to be looking for some kind of triggering mechanism to see if it's a trap, you know, something that I can actually see.
0: Alright. Uh you you kinda of search around that area and uh you don't seem to find anything.
5: Well I look around at the remaining members and I say I don't we have no evidence that uh they were incinerated or otherwise killed. They may be transported, and our party is now divided. Our best chance at survival may be just following them into the unknown. Delphin kind of
4: nods and then just walks in the direction they went.
6: What was the last time I did that. I ended up staring at a statue.
0: So Delphin walks past the point of no return? Yes. Delphin now disappears.
6: Shru- I shrug and go through.
0: Okay, you now disappear. Is anybody left?
5: Uh Corbin's left he dusts his hands off and then he leaves, goes back to the inn. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 well, at the play end with us, Corbin. I, yeah. <laughs> I you know what I want to do? I want to Corbin. Is there anything in the room that I can tie the rope to?
0: Uh you might find like a loose rock or something.
5: Just something so that If there's a chance when I go through holding on to the other end of the rope, if I could pull my way back out of it.
0: Okay. You uh, pick up a rock, and you Mm -hmm. tie it to the end of the rope, and you throw it past the point of no return. And... So you go through the point of no return... And you all appear one by one next to each other in a nice long hallway that's going north. So no desk in front of me. No desk, just a long hallway going north.
3: So we were actually teleported. Uh, I turn around. Can I see, like, what's behind us now that we're in this hallway? A wall. Just a wall?
0: (laughs) Yes, and there is a hallway when you turn around that goes to the east.
5: Hmm. Which shows the wall solid.
3: Yes, like, it's
0: a stone okay. wall like the cave
3: that you're in. Is there anything above us? A ceiling. Like did we? A ceiling, so it's straight ceiling.
0: Yeah, it's just a uh, cave ceiling, twelve feet above you. Hmm. Trask would be like the the sky in front of him. So.
3: Is the
2: only light the light that uh, Belmore's is carrying?
3: Correct. Hmm. Can I, uh, I want to touch the wall behind us to see if, like, it's some sort of illusion.
0: Alright, so you touch the wall and you feel a very solid wall against your hand. A very cold, solid wall that's kind of icky. Huh.
3: I I look to the others and just shrug.
1: (laughs) I have no no idea, my little friend.
3: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. He shoots him a dirty look. (laughs)
0: <laughs> which way well, you guys... it seems head?
3: that east is the only way to
1: go now, so let's head that way. Well, you can or go north.
0: You can go north or you can go east at this point.
1: Well, which, which way is the main hall,
0: sorry? You don't really know.
1: They look pretty much the same?
0: Yeah, they pretty much look the same.
1: Okay, so it looks like east is the only way to go right now, so... <laughs>
0: So I guess you're going east again
1: Uh, I will start east
0: Okay, Belnor just shrugs and heads off to the east
3: Yeah, I will follow Okay, everybody
0: follows Yeah,
3: I'll trot up ahead to get in front of them.
0: Thank you (laughs) (laughs) You keep walking forward And then you walk into another small room And you see a desk in front of you again (laughs)
1: Are there signs of
0: recent activity here? Yes, in fact, you see a rope on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) With a rock attached to it.
3: So what... I'm gonna walk over to the other side of the desk. The one that we didn't go to the other. The last time.
1: Okay. And I will head west to go and wave at him as he appears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Belnor heads back down the hallway to where he originally was. I go and grab my rope. Okay, you grab your rope. Trask walks over to the desk and disappears again.
3: Do I see Belnor waiting for me?
0: No, you do not. Oh, snap. You R- appear in a corridor and... uh you can still go north, or you can go east again, but to the north, you kind of hear some talking and some noises.
3: Like mumbled. Any voices I recognize? Or? Sort
0: of. Sort of. couple of them, you're like, hmm. Kind of goes like, hmm. I kind of recognize that. You hear kind of like that. I'll
1: uh, hmm. shout down the hallway. You didn't appear over here.
0: You uh, faintly hear. You didn't appear over here. And you recognize Bellnor's voice.
3: Your big buddy. Okay, I'm going to head towards Bellnor's voice. You... Hopefully, it's not some kind of weird mimic monster that will eat me and use my flesh <laughs> as weapons.
1: Oh, yes, let me play a monster.
3: No <laughs> uh,
0: okay. kidding. Uh, you walk forward and head down the corridor, and you walk into a room, and you see a desk. And on the other side of the desk, you could see the rest of the party staring back at you in amazement.
3: <laughs> he's just kind of like, he's all embarrassed looking, stupid desk. <laughs> kind of locks the joint on the other party.
5: Now, do you think that this desk is, you know, actually has something important in it, and that's why it's being protected by this, or is this just a regular random trap?
6: Just uh, acting as bait. Yeah. <laughs>
5: but I mean it's not I mean there've been no consequences from, from the transportation, so Yeah that you In know it
3: I think it's a pretty stupid trap. Out of character, I'm like, dude what's up with this desk? <laughs>
0: <laughs> In character it's a stupid trap. Out of character what's up with the desk.
3: <laughs> Out of character I'm like
0: Hmm.
6: How big is the desk? Uh
0: let's say the standard Teacher-sized desk from I don't know high school.
3: Hmm. So maybe what
6: five foot? They wouldn't have a grappling
3: hook. I no. I uh. I was gonna shoot it with my crossbow. Like that's something I just thought of. <laughs>
6: well, I suppose getting close to we can try to grab it and physically pull it yeah. over to this side.
0: Belner, are you How- still down the hallway over there, or did you come back?
1: I'm oh. heading back right now. If nobody's come to get me,
0: okay.
3: Go ahead. Who was just about to ask me? That was days. me. Okay. Uh, how close can we get to the desk before it makes us uh, teleport? Are like you going to attempt to see
0: how close you can get?
3: Uh, yeah. Like, uh, well, I think I think uh, um, Irwin had stopped just short of the point yeah. of no return.
0: Yeah, he Irwin had, has actually now marked off a spot where he stopped before because he could see his footprints in the ground.
3: Okay. How how close is it to the desk? Is it within, like, could we touch the desk? Yes,
0: uh, it's actually close enough that he can touch the desk.
3: I'm, well... Well, not I you, but a, a
0: normal person could touch it, not you.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't do it. My arms are too short. Yeah, I just had to correct that, yeah.
0: Okay,
2: so I will uh, approach... That point, uh, and uh, prod the desk with my um, magician staff.
0: Okay, you you kind of shoved the desk with your uh, your staff, and uh, nothing seems to happen. Uh, there is, you do notice now upon further inspection of the desk, there is two drawers in the desk, drawers, Pennsylvania facing our,
2: our in our direction.
0: It is in your
3: direction now. Okay. Did did the desk rotate?
0: Uh, no, it did not rotate. It just, you just happened to notice now there's two drawers in the desk. After Hmm. poking it.
2: Can I catch a door handle with the end of the staff and try to pull it open? Sure.
0: You, uh, are very crafty with your staff and stick there. Pull open one of the drawers and you, uh, can see inside there a round disc. Reddish color.
5: Is it stone or...
0: You, you can't really tell because you're not really... It's kind of hard to see. You just see the red and the round. It could be stone. It could be metal. You're not sure. <laughs> it's very hard to see it. Am I back in the room now? Yes, you're back in the room.
1: And I can I'm see gonna... that the desk drawer is open.
0: Yes, you can see uh, Galvin now sticking his staff and pulling the drawer open and looking at the uh, item that's in there. He's not in his hands. He's just looking at it.
1: I try to walk past the point of no return again.
0: All right, and nothing happens. You walk right into the desk and kind of (laughs) fall on the desk. Huh.
1: Well, I will write myself and uh, examine the disc in the drawer.
0: You pick it up or you just look at it?
1: I'm looking at it.
0: It looks like a metallic disc, a red metallic disc, and it has a number one on it.
1: I open the other drawer.
0: Okay, you open the other drawer and there is a piece of paper on it. Anything written on it? It says no.
3: It says no? The paper says no. Written no. Huh. <laughs>
1: Smart
0: Alec paper. <laughs> and then when you say that, you look down and you say, Th- Think so?
1: Hmm. Hmm.
3: Does he is he uh, is Bono reading aloud what the paper says?
0: I don't think so. Uh, not at this point, no. You just kind of no. he see smart-ass paper and then you look down again and says, "Think so?" You're like, "What?" <laughs> that
1: I would look to my companions, a uh, look of utter confusion on my face. This paper is answering
0: me. <laughs> and that's what he says to you. Uh. Is anybody doing anything?
3: Ask the paper if it has a name.
1: Okay, I will look back to the paper. And first I will ask it, what is the disc in the other drawer?
0: Uh, You see the the words form. It says it's a key. Who are you? You see Trask. Huh?
3: It, it says Trask. It says
0: Trask. I don't read that out loud. Okay. <laughs> he just
3: says, "Who are
0: you?" and then he doesn't read anything else. I'm looking at Trask. Okay, Trask is now staring at you. <laughs> with a horrified look, quizzically. A horrified what? look. <laughs> he has uh, a horrified look
3: at me, or
0: yeah, he's kind of looking at you like. Uh,
3: kind of looks back at him quizzically and just like what?
1: The The paper is you.
3: <laughs> oh yeah? Well you're a <laughs> let me see that thing. <laughs> he grabs the paper <laughs> from his hands. You, you see a blank
0: piece of paper in your hands.
3: Paper. What's yeah. your name?
0: It says it forms Galvin.
3: You damn fool cleric! This ain't me. It's Galvin. He kind of looks to the magic user.
2: I roll my eyes and so I
3: know what you're talking about. Kind of looks back at the thing. All right, what's your real name?
0: Nothing happens.
3: If if I have three drachmas. And I give a friend two drachmas on a loan. <laughs> but then, out of generosity, he pays me back five drachma. How many drachma do I have?
1: You have been listening to the quest for the Book of Sorrows. If you have any questions or comments, please visit the cast at RFIPodcast.com. Follow the cast on Twitter at rfi podcast or at Facebook.com slash RFIPodcast.